Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 6, Episode 3, The End of Football. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. Today, I'm joined by King Cobb. Hello. And Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Yeah, we are uh, just the three of us once again. Um, Tia still taking care of the baby. You know, I guess still need some stuff. Uh, and uh, Molly had something to come up. So unfortunately, we're down Molly again. Uh, but we will at some point this season have all of us. It will happen. I have faith. <laughs> you know what else will happen that I have faith in? Someone going to iTunes and rating and reviewing this podcast <laughs> and winning something. Because at this point, if one person goes and, and reviews the podcast, because we've got a bunch of ratings, mm-hmm. if someone goes and reviews, the odds are pretty, pretty good that they're going to get something uh, good fight related uh, mm-hmm. at the end of this at the end of this season because uh, we're going to pick one person, <coughs> excuse me, one person at random who leaves a review and give them a good fight related product of twenty five dollars or less. <laughs> right. uh, I want to hear some first impressions, Keen. Um. It's, so f- first impression, I really enjoyed the episode, um, especially seeing that. And I got I got the um, the gif you showed me of the uh, of the uh, Leo Leo clip. Like, oh, that's him. That's him. Yeah. That was good. Uh, and we're and we're in the second draft of my first opinion, which I don't think is a thing. Uh, I was kind of bored in this episode, like reviewing it back in my head. Like uh, it was kind of like. It didn't get exciting, I guess you could say, until like the very end, that last scene. So now it's like, how will that affect Diane moving forward? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, it was good. We'll, we'll talk more about it later. All on. right. It seems like you got to yeah. convince yourself on this on this one. <laughs> it's a struggle. Uh, Jack, how are you feeling? I have a varying opinion, and that to quote uh, the great Santana featuring Rob Thomas, this was a hot one <laughs> for me. Uh, I, I thought yeah. that the sort of Carmen Underworld plot was the strongest it's ever been. Uh, I, I loved that we didn't have to wait too long in the season for her storyline to like bring in some other storylines and other members of the firm. And I, I like, uh, you know, the uh, legal jargon cases. You know, I like I like feeling like I learned a little something. Yeah. Uh, so even if they have to spoon feed it to me through a network television structure uh, i very much enjoyed the court case in this one for sure really could have used a musical uh, short to mm-hmm. help spoon feed it just a little bit more but it was it was mm-hmm. pretty good <clears throat> i also uh very much enjoyed this episode i thought it was one of my favorite episodes of the last couple seasons honestly mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed that cameo uh, I literally gasped when uh, Oscar sat down. I thought I was so not like I don't yep. even know why so much. I guess because I just liked him as a character last time. But the the pinning of those two against each other, uh, yeah. and Oscar just being like, "You can't take me, dude." Like we, I know it. You know it. The American people know it. Uh, it's just not going to happen. I thought that was great. <clears throat> uh, just the I want a Carmen spinoff. Uh, yeah, I do agree that there's moving around one spinoff behind uh, Eli and Marissa, the Golds. Um, but I really want to see a Carmen 
back to spinoff. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that seems like it might be happening in this season is an almost passing of the torch from Lester to yeah. Carmen. Because uh, mm-hmm. he seems like he's on his way out. <laughs> she has represented him. Um, she's, he's getting, she's getting client after client after client, learning mm-hmm. from him the different things that she uh, that he can do or has done. So it seems as if they're he's on his way out, and she's mm-hmm. going to be the new the new Charles Lester kind of um, yeah. thing there. She doesn't have Lamont Bishop. We That's got true. news on the fame of Lamont Bishop. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yes, we did. <laughs> which Jack, uh, back me up, was a, a little nod to. Uh, it was a nod. It, it was. It wasn't quite my previous lock of no, no, a character no. from Evil showing up, but it, it was a very <laughs> it was clever, clever as, nod. As close as we've gotten thus far. Yeah, it's the most Easter eggy thing I think the show's ever had. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's start with the case, which involved uh, racism in the NFL and coaching, and one person was um, suing. Uh, what are your your overall thoughts? I have my notes here, but I want to hear what you what you have going on. Uh, I'll speak as I think I'm the third of today's cast that doesn't have that much familiarity with or affinity for football, uh, but still someone who's just like interested in football as like the sort of you know the the epicenter through which all distinctly American issues cross at some point. Uh, I think, you know, while this is about football, it's about the push and pull between, like, race and capitalism. Uh, And even, like, the ending twist uh, sort of displays what role, you know, profit has in everything. I thought it was engaging. I thought it was communicated very well for someone who doesn't know a lot about football. I think that the, uh, I loved the device of the judge being like, I know this. I'm very smart about football, and we all need to know how smart I am about the things yeah. I do. But for those that aren't, what right. is CTE? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was so nice to, like, see Richard in the courtroom. Because I feel mm-hmm. like we've gotten a lot of setup for Richard the past two episodes, but now to see him in the courtroom and be like, oh, this dude, he is no bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. And Keen, I got to ask. What is the eyeglass count up to, if you've been keeping track? <laughs> uh, luckily, I have been. Um, for this episode alone, uh, we come in at four. Um, mm. And if I my math is correct, which I do believe it is, overall, I think we are hitting about eight. That's crazy. Eyeglass and the frame counter. Um, <laughs> amazing, am- amazing options uh, as far as like those go. As far as like the case goes, um, I enjoy the move that they used. Uh, how it, I don't know if it's like, yeah, I, I guess I guess you can see it a lot. Where like they was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna go all out. We're gonna go, which is funny enough. They called a, a hail mary basically. Like they were like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. This this part of it isn't working. Let's go for it. And the way that they were able to weave it back to it, as far as like um, the CTE stuff. So it's like it's like a it's like yeah. a double. A double entendre kind of thing going with that, but then for that twist to happen, I was like, "Oh, that's so." <clears throat> I was so like mad, like because it was weird when they're just like, "You know, do what I told you to do." Blah blah blah. blah. Who are you? And it's like when he, when it came out, I was like, "Oh, well, I guess that makes sense." Yeah, forget equal like equality for some folks. They just want money, so makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Richard in the courtroom is pretty good. 
he's uh and him and i think it was liz have their moment like you're you're good at this yeah it was nice seeing those two interact in a more pleasant um associate kind of kind of way uh one thing i enjoyed from this storyline with him is when he is bringing up c um uh cte and of course the judge has that stupid moment um cte crt i mean it was funny but it was just like stupid for him Uh, (laughs) right you know we don't want to get it (laughs) it's you know in the in the classrooms um uh was when he's making the doctor for it was the crows right yeah the crows Crows. um Mm -hmm. speak to uh black players and cte and why they don't do this or that uh and he's just reading off the stats and he's like well you can read this right he's like uh, I can, but it's so much more satisfying when you do it, because uh, of course it's proving all his points. If I was mm-hmm. the other lawyer, I'd definitely call objection. Objection! Oh, absolutely, it's kind of creepy. creepy, dude. I don't yeah. mm. objection on the count of some Perry Mason bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and through all of this, they're <clears throat> defending this guy who they well he's offered a hundred thousand dollars and an nda which you know they turned down and then there's the talk of the class action lawsuit and the guy who is backing the case uh says that he doesn't want to do that um and it doesn't say why at first but then they kind of put it together that he's trying to buy this buy this team out um and he's trying to drive down that's what it was, right? He's trying to drive down mm-hmm. the, the asking mm-hmm. asking price. <laughs> Ultimately, the coach, I think, does take that $100,000, right? And then they're trying to get him to get hired. Um, and then I think mm-hmm. Mr. Shard says that he's, he's not going to hire him. He wants a white coach. Right. Anything more in this that uh, you feel is helpful or important going forward? Uh, are the Chicago Crows a real team? No. No. Okay. Okay. Maybe That's at like a, they... a school, <laughs> like an elementary school yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Weird animal to pick. The last the last thing I remember picking crows as like their mascot was Smallville, if I remember right. Their their high school team was the Smallville Crows, which was like whatever. Um <laughs> and this oh, is no, a I... from the headlines yes. one too. Because uh, I think it was earlier this year or last year that someone from the Dolphins, the Dolphins. yeah, uh, yeah was Brian Flores. Assuming. They mentioned they mentioned his name, and like yeah. I was gonna say, I like the way that they very carefully made sure not to mention the National Football League, because <laughs> even though this is uh, Paramount Plus, which is I mean it's plus, uh, mm-hmm. it is a direct affiliate of CBS. Who who right. which what did they do? Show the NFL, hey guys, don't don't fuck up our money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It was really good that they were able to, like, weave through that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's go to Diane. This is another one that should be fairly quick. Uh, Just about her uh, sessions again. Any any movement in here other than the big kaboom? I think the sessions, I I think the sessions are, like, going the expected course. There's, like, you're growing that little flirtation with John Slattery. Uh, Definitely, you know, building up the escape of it all. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I guess I would mention uh, is that she's having everything turned off. Uh, he talks to her about yes. doom scrolling. And uh, she how, unplugs. Yeah, she unplugs everything. She turns off notifications. Well, she gets Marissa to turn off notifications mm-hmm. and do all this, all these things. And then she's immediately, almost immediately, 
missing those things because you have the yep. uh, junior attorneys. I can't remember what they're called talking about something that happened. Uh, I can't remember what it, what it was, but something happened and they Me neither. And yeah. She, and she wanted to know what was going on. I did not know Marissa had this much influence over her colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's been, a, she became a lawyer in like four months. Yeah. And some of these people have been on the show for a little longer than that, it seems. But yeah, she's doing okay. Oh, oh my God. There was, I should have written it down. There was one really funny one that was like, like some, like something trait linked to, absolutely linked to rare medical something. Mm. I should have written it down. But if you go back and look very closely at the headlines, <laughs> there's one that is very, very funny. All right. All right. Well, then let's uh, leave. Diane there for now because there's a lot to discuss within Carmen's story. <laughs> Excuse mm-hmm. me. Carmen's storyline. Uh Keen, how are you feeling about Carmen this episode? I feel <laughs> I feel I feel like Carmen is like uh Optimus Prime. I feel like there's more than meets the eye. I feel like something mm-hmm. else is going on. Or like the and like it was another clue with um with the ASA uh mm-hmm. lawyer. And it was apparently that was her former professor, and how she was able to recall a note or like something that happened in a um, random class like that. Like it was mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's just like at, like last season it seemed like she was just like a cool new lawyer, but I was like I don't know. If they're like secretly adding more stuff to her, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, I want to know, you know. Um, and she had a new apartment, but still terrible security. Like just anyone just watching her sleep. <laughs> Which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he is a creepy dude. Mm-hmm. Very menacing. He's a very menacing character. Like, I didn't even get that sense from uh, Oscar at times or mm-hmm. Lamont Bishop. Oscar's the rage monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when he beat up Racehorse, mm-hmm. it was a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he is a, he's a menacing dude. Goes in, starts messing around with her gun, telling her what mm-hmm. she needs to do. Come on, dude. Baruch. Jack, what about you? Quick Carmen thoughts. We can go a little bit more in depth for sure, but I'm just curious. Right. I think this is, I I like that we're really finally starting to get to the (laughs) why of Carmen. I feel like we've gotten to see Carmen in action and like watch some like plot machinations revolve around her. But I feel like like any episode now we're going to get like, not the reveal. I, I this I don't know if this is really the, the kind of show that is like there was one secret to this character's backstory that explains everything they do. But I, I feel like we're starting to put the puzzle together. Uh, and I, I appreciate that like the other characters are also trying to solve this puzzle. That like it's clearly intentional and it's clearly like no one really knows what's going on with Carmen. Mm-hmm. But they're either profiting off of it or trying to make the most of it. Yep. Yep. All right. So because it is my favorite storyline within this, I do want to go through a little bit in depth and feel free to stop me. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Carmen is watching TV, knock at the door, grabs a new box. She's got the new inbox gun, which I just thought was uh, pretty funny. Stra- I, I didn't, is that how, I guess that's how guns come. I don't know how I expected them to come. I was, I movies, assumed was that like they a brown came, paper bag. <laughs> or like in a case that has like buckles on it. Like, it, like I assumed that they come in the complimentary carrying case. Mm. Yeah. Anytime I, I see like it in a movie, it's the first time I've seen it new in box. It's always it's in like an alley with a guy in a brown paper bag though. Yeah. 
They usually come with like a leather, a leather sleeve, kind of like uh, kind of like when you get new glasses. <clears throat> they come okay. with like they give you a, that quick little leather one, like pleather, I should say. Yeah. That's how the gums come. Guns come in pleather. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, she's got right. that new apartment, and it is empty. Empty. Got to get that. Got to get some. Got to get some furniture. Lester says. Um, yeah, Lester's there to take care of. And not even Rook. a bed. Nothing. Like it's interesting because like. I mean, she surely had a bed in the old, like, maybe she's upgrading. She's waiting for that new purple to come in, that new Casper. <laughs> but, like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's for a weird cabinet that she stands in. How, at night. how little is in this apartment? And we saw a little bit of her apartment last season, and there wasn't that much to it. She was watching the same reality show. But it's just like, yeah, Carmen, it, it's such a weird detail. Is that, is Carmen all work? Does Carmen have any personal life? And I think the answer might be no. Yeah. Which is concerning. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah, so they go to the club to meet with um, Baruch. Uh, Lester is talking for about crypto his... prom. Yeah, for, yeah, you put crypto in front of it and it's new. Uh, <laughs> Lester is talking to her about his old radio serials. Uh, mm-hmm. And he mentions that how he got into the business was he was John Gotti's driver, and then he paid for him to go to law school, which I thought was fun, be it true or not. Uh, I was going to say, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I absolutely think it's the thing that that character would say. Yeah. Uh, and Baruch says something about him being good at sizing up. Wi- oh, it was the dress mm-hmm. uh, that she was wearing. Yeah, I'm pretty good size of a woman. Shut up. Uh, wants to introduce mm-hmm. her to potential clients, and she recognizes someone as a undercover cop. Um, I don't think she recognized the person so much as the look of the person, right? Right, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then immediately, uh, Lester is arrested, as they don't get out quickly enough. Uh, he's in prison, suggests, she's suggesting a new lawyer because she represents Baruch, uh, and Lester wants her to represent him, and there's a conflict of interest. And he's like, "No, mm-hmm. you have my you have my permission to be my lawyer." Uh, and uh, she goes to Baruch. Um, actually, no, this is when he breaks in, uh, and he says, "I want you to be his lawyer, and I want you to lose." <clears throat> so his deal is trying to pin him uh, with the uh, with the murder of Gail, uh, and she's having some moral issues about this yeah um which understandably I, I which yeah i loved this as a setup because it reminded me of like classic good wife in that like for the first couple seasons of the show each case like there was never like a repeat in how a case resolved there was always like some new like obscure or otherwise element of the law that the episode hinged around and so I like that, like, this was kind of a return to, like, a legal puzzle, as much as I appreciate that the good fight has a lot of, like, pulled from the headlines, you know, legal issues. Th- this felt like, uh, you know, really digging into the law and implications and, like, trying to find a very difficult position to talk one's way out of. Uh, we meet her old professor, Professor Callis. Uh, he is the prosecutor. Uh, and he talks about mm-hmm. how scared others are of Carmen, how fierce she is in the courtroom and the different things that she has accomplished. Uh, and 
he suggests that Lester plead guilty because they have some footage of him mm-hmm. coming out of the store. There's a moment where she lets him know that she paid close attention to his lectures. And I'm trying to remember what, oh, it was because she, she, rec- she mentions one thing. It's like, talk about your opponent's uh, shortcomings or something like that mm-hmm. um, to kind of throw them off balance. And he's like, she's like, yeah, that's what you just did. I'm noting it to your face. I paid attention, so it's not going to be as easy as you think. Uh, she's back with Lester, and he says, this photo is not me. It's definitely not me. Um, I, was, I was by the lake. Um, like, everything he says, he sounds like he's lying, but right. it could be true. Um, it's one of the things I love about this character. Excuse me. She goes to Jay and asks him about deep fakes, and could this be a fake? And we mm-hmm. have that coldness from Marissa. Not much of Marissa for this episode, um, but just some coldness from from her. Mm-hmm. And Jay, Jay notices, and he's just like, what's going on there? Whatever. Uh, talks things over with Diane. Uh, she was looking for Liz, her mentor, but she finds Diane, who is quite calm. Quite uh-huh. calm about everything, because she's been doing her, doing her sessions. <clears throat> and Diane says she shouldn't be, be representing either um and diane then proceeds to join her they don't make it quite that clear until she's in the courtroom but right there like like she's going she's definitely going uh with more Mm -hmm. drinking comes more clarity she says so we're in court diane the the plan that diane says is i do my best you do your worst and Mm -hmm. i have here diane is hilariously calm hilariously yeah. <laughs> come through this <clears throat> because one of the things that came up in the sessions was she's like there are times where i need i need to be angry in my job uh-huh. um and he says that not being angry might actually help her uh mm-hmm. in this episode it seems to have uh so diane is hilariously calm and there's the video that shows lester uh that was mentioned before mm-hmm. jay our investigator takes the stand and says the video is definitely a fake, a deep fake. And you see Carmen kind of looking back and forth between mm-hmm. um, the business in front of her and Baruch behind her. And he's fidgeting, he's shifting in, in his seat, uh, not looking very happy whatsoever. Uh, and Jay creates a deep fake using calluses, yep. calluses face. Uh, on it, which I thought was just fun little little moments. Um, I'm speeding through a lot of stuff here. Is there anything that you want to comment on? Uh, the, the one quick thing is, I'm just not realizing. I love how they didn't really prove that that wasn't. Uh, yeah, wasn't <laughs> yeah. Him. It was just, yeah. hey, this could be. And he's like, yeah. yeah, you know what? That and the cereals. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, it goes with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, she has a chat with Baruch, who's just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? You kidding me with this? Uh, and corners her in an elevator. And that this is, I was getting worried, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, he's been very menacing through this. And you have that one prosecutor last week or the week before. It was like, in a few months, they're going to pull your body out of a, a river. He's going to do that to you. As soon as he can't use you anymore, that's what he's going to do. And it seems like this is where these things are, are headed for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so corners her in an elevator, threatens her, not looking good, goes back, 
and she says she has one more thing to do. Uh, we have one more witness, which to bring Lester to the stand. Uh, and Diane questions her, like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you just got to put all your cards on the table and see how, how things so, pan out. Real quick, paraphrase real quick was, that, was that supposed to damn him? Was that supposed to do, like, was that supposed to, like, I, make him look bad? But look, I him think look so. Like I think, yeah, that man. seemed like the intention that she just, like, put him on stage, <laughs> asked, like, the most nothing questions just to give the prosecution a chance to question him. And then he flubbed it. Uh, it is unfortunate for Carmen that this is maybe the dumbest ASA we've ever <laughs> seen on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tells the truth. Uh, did you do it? No. And then she like gives this like wink to him, which I thought was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Callis asks about his previous clients. And that's where we have that um, moment that kind of talks mm -hmm. about um, what the hell's his actor name? His real name. Mike Coulter? Yep. Uh, his character from Evil, except that Jesus mm -hmm. after he left prison, uh, talks about his his serials to the judge, and the judge immediately just Eats it loves up. him. Yeah, loves him for it. Oh, what do you listen? Oh, I do, I, this is what I do, and this is where I get them. And this is it's really <laughs> fun. Um, yeah, and Baruch, of course, is very, very unhappy. Um, Diane talks about... Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, so he, he gets angry. Ben Baruch gets angry. And then it's like, wait, I signed a car. That's, I, that's, I'm not doing an impression. I'm just doing a generic Italian impression at that point. <laughs> uh, before Oscar Rivi sits down to talk to him, if he, if Baruch was going to be introducing her to other clients and like, no, surely he had, do, do we think he was actually going to like, hurt her was or was he just gonna like re like he had a level one scare and he was gonna give her a level two scare or did we really think he was gonna like hurt carmen i think he was probably gonna hurt her uh i don't think he was gonna kill her but i think there was gonna be some hurt involved uh one thing i did forget to mention is that it it's crazy to me that he's there that he's in the courtroom in general yeah. and not having one of his people like text him it's not going well <laughs> you know <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he's a very obnoxious outside, criminal. Up. Yeah. Why are you there, you idiot? Yeah. Um, Although maybe that's what happens. There was this documentary I was watching uh, called The Wire, and uh, this old <laughs> drug dealer from Baltimore, Stringer Bell, would always like sit in mm. courtrooms and stuff watching cases related oh, to him. So may maybe. Maybe that's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, if it's in the documentary... Uh, yeah, Baruch threatens her, uh, and Diane is saying that uh, it's easier for the judge to send this to trial than to dismiss it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, and we got those threats going on, and Carmen says, it's okay, you know, I, I got a backup plan, uh, which, you know, I'm like perking up at, at this point, like, what are you going to mm -hmm. do? Uh, and then the judge starts ripping in the callus and the prosecution for this blatantly falsified evidence, and where'd you get it? Of course, as Keen said, there's no no proof that they've shown that this is actually right. the, uh, the case. And you see Baruch whisper to his men uh, that she, you know, take her outside or meet her at the car. She may have a gun in the car. Uh, and mm -hmm. then you see the door is open behind him and sits right down. And then the camera, like, mm -hmm. just goes over just a little bit. Uh, and it's Oscar fucking Ribby. 
And if something happens to my lawyer, I won't be happy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's just like, you, who are you? It was, oh, God, I fucking love that moment. One of my favorite this moments the in this entire series. This is the yeah. first time I've had that feeling that you guys have explained of seeing like a return character. You're like, oh, uh -huh. there he is. There's my guy. Yep. So yeah, that was my first feeling <laughs> yep. of like, he's back. Yeah. And um, by Carmen doing this, just saying, she might save Baruch's life. Because if that rage monster finds out mm -hmm. that his Carmen got, got mm -hmm. oof. He said that he said that that company ablaze or that mm -hmm. organization ablaze. <laughs> yeah. He would send all his dairy workers. Is that what he's doing? It's mm -hmm. like a yogurt something. Yogurt, right? yep. Yeah. Uh yeah. And he says, maybe we can do some business together. Carmen will arrange it. And just heads heads mm -hmm. on out. And the case was dismissed. I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, and he, what is it? he's like thank you Mr. Baruch tiny Tim thanks to this now now I'm like wait maybe he did do it and the way he just said thank you Mr. Baruch that's him saying like yeah fuck you like trying to get mm -hmm. me like I'm the guy that's I'm inescapable like I don't know right, so that's, now, that's the thing I don't, we don't get any confirmation like does he know yeah. That what the yeah. does he know that he was being set up to fall to be the fall guy? He's smart he must guy. Be. He must he's, he's very. He's, I mean, he's been around a while. He he knows he knows yeah. this and that. I feel like he, by that point, probably got the uh, feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious where this where this goes. I do think it's going to be a passing of the torch sort of thing through this season to Carmen being the new the new Lester, but. I don't know that he dies, but so my my back. my hot hot theory is that I don't know how much I believe this, but was wasn't one of Keen's locks that Diane dies by the end of the season? Yes. It was. I think we might have a route here for that to happen because I think the explosion at the end of the episode mm. could be attributed to the protests. But also could be attributed to, you know, Ben Baruch can't scare Carmen any more than he's already tried to. But he can punish Diane yeah. for her role in the whole thing. This is true. This is true. I can see that being being the, the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, second to last episode, Diane gets killed. And then the final episode is a secret pilot of... Lockhart and Gardner heaven lawyers and it's just those two doing cases with like you know the defense of Peter or whoever <laughs> yeah uh what's Colin Sweeney yeah would be would be up there you know I belong yeah, yeah. in heaven yeah <laughs> all right uh oh man I think he wasn't in my locks this this time for the first time in like mm -hmm. several seasons but I want to see Colin Sweeney this season in yeah some capacity they got to pull him in. Uh, and then I have here, Diane says she misses, I miss Court. So yeah, I, and she's so good I, at it. She's, she's quite good and much more calm and collected in this mm -hmm. version of, of her. So her question to uh, Roger Sterling was, can I perform in court like this? And he was like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't see why not, which 
I feel like if her clients knew that this was the case uh, or the judge knew that this was the case, I don't mm-hmm. know if she'd be allowed. Right. I don't know the law like that. I mean, she's heavily inebriated when she's in there. <laughs> so I would mm-hmm. say no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anything more on Diane, the case, or Carmen and the underworld? I'm even more interested in finding out Carmen's deal because, like, what if all she does, and maybe that's why she's so bleeping smart when it comes to law and knowing, like, the backdoor routes or whatever, because she legit has no life. Because, like, the two times we've seen her at home, well, maybe three times we've seen her at home, she was working out and watching um, uh, reality TV, which got a lot of friends that love reality TV. I don't. I can't I can't do it. Um, yeah. But, like, just working out, watching reality TV, and like you said, she has a big, nice apartment, and she's living like she's in an efficiency. She's living in the living room, which is, like, yeah, maybe she does nothing. And, like, I don't know, that match looked pretty comfortable. It's not on a bed spring, which it should be, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, Then why don't we wrap it up with some winners and losers? Uh, Hang on one second. Got to kick this at some point. All right. (laughs) Uh, so before we get to our winners and losers, Tia, the podcast, has been sending me different notes uh, on the episodes as she's watched them. Uh, so I want to recap what she's sent over. Episode one, winner, mm-hmm. Jay, <clears throat> gives great advice to Diane. Maybe the deja vu is your superpower. Uh, plus, so mm-hmm. dedicated to detective work, he entered the metaverse as a panda detective. loser for episode one marissa she wasn't ready for that uh continuance thinks the world revolves around her now she done called her daddy backup loser richard's leopard print glasses uh it's not it's not giving you what you think it's giving sir uh also need to know how he went from richard to richard uh, I think, Keen, mm-hmm. you also need to know that because you thought it was what? I thought it was Rashard because there was a guy that played in the NBA a couple years ago named Rashard Lewis, R-A-S-H-A-R-D. I thought it was Rashard. And then when you gotcha. said it, Rashard, I'm like, that Richard is my middle name. So I'm like, am, am I misspelling my own middle name wrong? I got to find out what's going on. No, you don't have an apostrophe. He's got an apostrophe. Yeah. I think I'm spelling it wrong, man. Now I got to find out where to put the apostrophe. <laughs> After the I. All mm-hmm. right, uh, for episode two from Tia, winner, Liz is an easy pick for how she handled that reporter and Richard. Mm-hmm. However, I'll say as a backup, the record execs, they don't play when it comes to Shanghai, no pun yeah. intended. Uh, loser, uh, them store-bought pastry cookies. Uh, or backup, <laughs> Marissa and Eli for understanding how superficial that pop star actually was. Mm-hmm. And for our current episode, episode three, winner, since the group will naturally pick Carmen on this one or Oscar, I'll go with Lester as my winner, whose yeah. superpower is just being himself. Hmm. Uh, so we'll have that winner start us off uh, on our own winner circle. Uh, Keen, 
who won the episode for you? First off, I missed Tia. I can't wait until she's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, off, second off, I do not appreciate how she just assumes that we're going to pick Carmen or Oscar. And saying that, that being said, Oscar <laughs> is my <laughs> Yeah. It was just cool seeing them. Man. Like I said, it was the first time I had that that feeling that y'all had of seeing like an old character come back. And it's like, oh, I, I know him. I know him. Uh, yeah. And like him, I, I got, I'm hoping the, the marijuana, he's using some of it because he seems way more calm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, that threat level is still there. It's like, hey, I wouldn't like it if something happened to her. So let's make sure nothing happens to her. Comprende, comprende. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was dope. If she suffers, my business suffers. If my, if my business suffers, you suffer, friend. Come on. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Jack, who won the episode for you? Uh, I think for winter, I'm actually going to go ahead and give it to Diane. Uh, It seems like she got her group back. She's been feeling lost. And all she has to do is uh, find herself in these intricate, semi-illegal court puzzles to help her, you know, find something exciting. She she just needs the, the, the legal equivalent of a good Sudoku book. Yeah. Or like cryptograms or something. Yeah. Uh, my winner is I'm trying. I'm trying to decide between going with what Tia predicted or my backup. Mm-hmm. But I think to be fair, I got to go with the gut, and that's Carmen. Yeah, Carmen yeah. on this one, having that backup plan in place. Oscar fucking Rivy coming in and sitting mm-hmm. sitting down. So she stuck to her guns. Diane got involved. She got Lester off, whether he did it or not. Uh, and lived to tell the tale, or at least came out unharmed mm-hmm. and possibly better off. And for losers, TSN over the judge who quote unquote really knows football had me cracking up, uh, but definitely earned my loser spot this week mixing up CTE with CRT. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack, who's your loser? Uh, my loser is going to be that ASA. Uh, no wonder he's not a teacher Alice. anymore. <laughs> yeah. And Keen? Uh, my loser is, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy who was suing the Crows initially uh, because Baptiste. one, yeah, but he, mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't get the job. Uh, I hope he got that 100000 I'm not 100% sure if he did or not. And he's not going to get another job because one, he brought the suit. And two, the, guy, the one guy that might hire him like I said, probably won't because he wants a white coach. So, yeah, he's, he's losing all the way around. Yeah. Uh, my loser is Baruch. Uh, he lost his fall guy, his patsy, on, on this episode. Uh, he got threatened by a bigger bad in this, in mm-hmm. this episode. And he's still got to go to trial for, uh, for murder, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, still yeah. got his own thing? Yeah. Uh, so it's not looking too good for Mr. Baruch. Uh, so hopefully... For him, Carmen can can do some magic because she is still his attorney. Although, does she now have the opportunity to be like, "Bye bye," you know, "I'm done." Right. I heard what you I heard what you were doing. I'm curious. All right. No one agrees, huh? Then <laughs> <laughs> we shall end it there uh, with uh, winners and losers. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Tia, for sending in your your thoughts. Please continue to do that. If not, join us on the podcast. 
baby will be fine for an hour or so. Um, <laughs> and thank you, Keen, and uh, thank you, Molly. Hopefully, we'll have the full group back again soon. And thank you all mm -hmm. for listening. Bye. Bye.